0: Hello, hello, and welcome to 1010 Would Recommend.
1: Say hi. Hello. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it with me, just so like say with uh, me, Gina. Of course,
0: with me, Tolly T. And me, Gina. Hello, 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 Gina. How are you I'm today? Well. I'm,
1: uh, officially 29. You're officially 29. How does it feel? Um, It feels good. This was the age that my mum was when she had me. So feeling good about that, despite not having a man or kids. <laughs> How does that really make <laughs> you I was like, oh, wow. mum was like, oh, I was, I was your age when I had you. And I was like, oh,
0: oh great. Yeah, I was reading something about fertility mm-hmm. because that's just how old I am now. And it was saying, like, to be wary of when your mum had their last child because mm. that's more likely... <laughs> Your fertility might go to shit. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Good to know. Good to know. So, yeah, 29 is a baby. You're fine. You're in your
1: 20s. It's fun. Yeah. Honestly, you're feeling good. I'm just happy, content, loving life. Also, I am in the market for any suggestions for my 30 before 30 list.
0: You're going to do a 30 before 30 list? Yes.
1: Top of the list you have to know is Get
0: Therapy. So I'm so happy you're going to do it. I've no been good. telling you since you were 24. <laughs> And I'm so happy it's taking you five years to finally get to the point of getting therapy. Great,
1: right? This for that. is great news. <laughs> you have been telling me. Such telling good news. I'm very, very happy yes. that you're going to do that. And um, what else is on your list? Uh, I want to try pole dancing. Mm. What else? I was really trying to make sure that there's no like career stuff on it.
0: Okay, good. I hear that. That's you know what good. I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah, want to really like, do
1: fun things. So I don't know. Any suggestions? Did you do any? Like, I didn't do
0: any. I didn't do anything. I just turned thirty. You know. Fair. But to be fair, I put a lot of pressure on being like, I'm going to be thirty and I'm going to like find a husband and settle down and do grown up things. And I just didn't. Nice. Like I just really, really didn't. I had a great party and that's about it. I've done pole dancing. Have you? And I've got story behind that because I ended up in A and E and on crutches for two weeks afterwards. <laughs> At like the Pineapple Studios when it was still a thing. I don't know if it's Pineapple Studios still there. I don't know. I remember. Oh, it was I a thing hope though. Pineapple Studios is still there. Yeah, Covent Garden did a, did a class. I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't have great knees anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I was on the pole and then my knee just kind of gave way. Oh, God. And I think I was still like, no, it fine, I, fine, I just carried on. And literally that night I was in a for hours, genuinely on crutches for about. Two to
1: three weeks afterwards. Did you like? Did you? Spray I don't know your... what I did. Yeah, my my knee just kind of fucked. Was it. that your first pole dancing class? Yeah, when that happened. It was my first one. Were well, you being competitive? Being like, I can of course do this. I was being competitive. <laughs> I can imagine you trying to, of pull of out of the pole. I was like, I can be like the girls in Miami. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> I can be a real entertainer and a stripper. And oh wait, what would your stripper name be? If you were to ever be a stripper.
1: I don't know. I haven't even really thought about it. What do they say it should be? They say that if you use your last name and the, the name The last of thing you ate or something. So, <laughs> so I had granola this morning. Okay. So oh, that is awful. That so sounds like an S T I. You're only <laughs> no, I don't like that. That's not nice. Yeah, mine would be like I don't know latte something. That's kind of mocha mocha no, smell. It's, it's... No, that's awful. Ooh, God. Yeah, okay, that's really, we still really, need really to work on that. we we'll still work, need on it, it. work
0: on that. We're that. But yeah. also another stripper story that I have is when I was in Miami, mm-hmm. I was in the King of Diamonds, VIP the King of Diamonds because I think it's now shut down. Mm. It was a great time. Fifty Cent was in there, was throwing Ooh! money. It was so much fun. I was like, I feel like I'm in an American Music video. And then this woman, the stripper, she was like doing all these tricks. And one of her tricks was she had a bottle mm. between her bum cheeks, mm-hmm. and someone had a shot glass there and she poured the perfect shot with the bottle within her bum cheeks and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. How do people I hope do? she's well. Look, yeah, yeah, I hope she's
1: doing well. <laughs> I hope COVID hasn't affected her yeah, too much. Yeah, I really, that I business. really hope
0: the King of Diamonds close and Dan hasn't stopped her business because she was a star in my eyes. Yeah, get on OnlyFans. Yeah, bro, and then you get there you, there. there, you spend so much money, you don't realise it. Really? Because I was like, I'm not going to throw money at women that have the same bum and breast as me. <laughs>
1: And then I saw them and I was like, oh my God. You can't pull shots between your bum cheek, babe. Never I have never to between my bum cheeks. I was so amazed by her. Should we get to the format? Yes, we should, we should. <laughs> homework, homework. The homework. Okay, so the homework for next week, finally, Tiger King 2. Is arriving. It's coming back. It's coming back. And I know what you're going to say. What more is there to say after Tiger King 1? That was crazy. It dropped during COVID and everyone and their mum watched it. I haven't yet. What? Yeah. Okay. Everyone and their mum except somebody has watched <laughs> Tiger King. I will do that. Tiger King, yes. <laughs> Tiger King 2 um, is coming back. And the small synopsis of this is... Joe Exotic, as everyone should know, is behind bars. He's in jail. He's in jail. And so the Emmy-nominated saga continues its twisted course with Tiger King 2 as newfound revelations emerge on the motivations, backstories and secrets of America's most notorious big cat owners. Nah, nah, nah. thought you knew the whole story. Just You Wait. Oh, The trailer for Talking Too actually slaps it so good. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is really... You think you know, but you have you thi- no idea. Oh, my God. What was that? Was it an it was, MTV? It was an MTV what show. What was it called? Undis- no.
0: I if oh they my did one God. for Destiny's Child.
1: It was... Is it behind the scenes? No, I can't remember what it Something was. Something like that. Something behind it was the scenes so thing. And the was slogan the was like, line, you, "You think you know, know but you got no words. idea." Yeah. Um, so that's also the tagline for Tiger King Two. Yeah, very much the vibe for Tiger King Two. Everyone, please make sure that you've watched it for next episode because that's what we're going to be talking about. But Jail Exotic is a great shipper name. It is, you know, it's actually a really good shipper name. Mm. Just saying,
0: mm. he's getting his dollars in jail. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: making that money. <laughs> today's homework that everyone should have done is about Red Notice. Red Notice. Um, The
0: film cost 200 mil to make, which is an insane... Can we confirm whether that is actually
1: true? That's what it says on Google. Oh, right. Yeah. 200 million. Yeah.
0: And they go all around the world. It's set in Rome. It's set in London. I'm telling you facts. Not opinions. It's set in Rhyme, it's set in London, it's set in Milan, they go to Egypt at one point. They go everywhere. The whole film is based on art, art thieves, right? And yeah. then stealing art. I actually do wonder if that's the thing that happens in the real world.
1: I'm actually really interested in high class art, or whatever, in general, because the thing about art is that they say, yeah, they say mm-hmm. that like really rich people, they mm-hmm. say, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they do, but they say, um, use art as like a way to store their money in, like, a legit source. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, I remember I watched TikTok on this and the TikTok was, like, a guy, he strapped a banana to the wall yeah, and then an art critic or evaluator person, I don't know, sorry, I don't know the the proper terms, but um, he was like, right, I'm going to say that's worth 200 million and then a rich person bought it and then he had somewhere legitimate to put all his extra money. So I feel like, in general, art is actually extremely rife for criminals. Yeah, there is an underworld and then also there's an underworld to like museums and things
0: like that because mm-hmm. if I was to steal anything I will steal all the things that England stole from Africa. But well, that's a different story. <laughs> and
1: that's a podcast for another day. That's, that's history. <laughs> that's Tolly and Gina <laughs> after dark. That's what that is. 10-10 <laughs> after dark. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's based on them stealing this jewel and an Egyptian jewel, I think.
1: Yeah, there are these three golden eggs.
0: Yeah. The main thing in the story is no one is who you think they are. This is true. In that kind of typical style of these kind of shows, how these kind of films kind of go. You think someone's a good guy, they're not a good guy. You think someone's a bad guy, Mm. then you end up loving them. I think what they've tried to do is make all of them really likeable. Mm.
1: Yeah, you're right. So it plays
0: with that like, oh, there's no bad guy, really, because you just kind of like them all and it's quite
1: playful. My thing that I've wondered is when it comes to art and like real art, like for example, the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'd steal the Mona Lisa. I obviously would not. Where is that stored? No, <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, say someone stole the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Like, what's the big deal? What's the pain? like, you can surely you can just you can just reprint it. it. I generally don't like. I don't want to get. This is like people saying just print more money when it comes to inflation. That's my
0: favourite thing to say. <laughs> Have you
1: ever been around financial men and they're talking about the financial crisis? You're like, but they can just. I'm print more Surely you can print. It's only paper. But I feel like that about art. Like, can't you not just re-render it? Like, technology is so good these days. But also, Who's art doesn't care? mean anything until the artist is dead.
0: Ooh.
1: You're right, actually. Yeah, no,
0: no one actually really cares until right. the person is not here anymore. And then it's this legendary thing and yeah. things like that. I actually do know quite a bit about art because I did... I produced a podcast for the Tate Museum about art. Ooh. Yes, I do know quite a bit about,
1: you know... <laughs> I'm well read and well armed. Yeah, she's, she's, cultured, baby. I'm cultured, she's cultured, babe. She's cultured. All right, if you were to steal any art, what would you I'm steal? Really <laughs> no, no, no. Art thefts is like the upper echelon crime. Yeah, it is. So, my question to you is if you were to be some sort of crime where it's like you can kind of make it seem as if you're not that much of a criminal, right? What crime would you do? I know what I would do. What would you do? So, I was watching a video the other day about this woman who, what does she call it? She called it like a social engineering but basically it was a fancy way to say that she goes through all of the security on like very very expensive buildings or like businesses and she hacks them all I would be a hacker now a hacker in my opinion that's one of them upper echelon crimes. I've watched so many videos about hacking, you know, and they hack like security systems, they hack all sorts. And the thing is, I would just hack for the like the shits and giggles. Why not? Just to say you can yeah, do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I would just hack something and just like, I'll hack Netflix and put a video of me dancing in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and like every <laughs> film you clicked on will just be me dancing. Just you, know what? Yeah. you know what I would do? I would change the do doo to me being like, feel <laughs> feel. <laughs> oh, do you remember when everyone's got hacked
0: and it was that stupid, never going to give, never going to give, never going to give and it just kept playing over and over again until you literally broke your computer because it just wouldn't stop that's what I do every show you clicked on
1: Netflix never gonna give never gonna give (laughs) never gonna give or or that one what's that song that you love singing never gonna catch me no no (laughs) oh no no no, never gonna catch me no
0: yeah that's the note I'll do after every crime I do yeah <laughs> Never gonna catch me. Never gonna, me gonna now. catch me now. I'll be do, like do you know what I'll do? Do you remember ages ago there was an article of that girl who just faked her life and said she was in, like it girl millionaire? Anna Delvey. Yeah, and yep. everyone gave her money, she stayed at home. That's what I'll do. I re- They're I making a it. film about her, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I cannot wait. To... I was so intrigued about that article. Yeah.
1: So if you don't know about that, basically, Anna Delvey, another another criminal. Um, She's <laughs> a criminal. criminal. But it's such an interesting story. She just pretended that she was a Russian heiress yeah and pretend that she had access to all this money and somehow this is what i'm telling you right now if everyone i, was a, believed if I her. was a blonde white woman this is the kind of shit i would do i'm telling you I'll right now a
0: Criminal.
1: i'm telling you right now she just went into all these parties and pretended she was a socialite and everyone just believed her no one would fucking believe me if i started doing that no one but everyone believed her and she was staying in all these posh hotels and blah blah and everybody was like this makes sense yeah and they just like loaned her money for yeah random businesses that she had and she just stole all their money. That is the kind of story where, like, there is genuine harm that happened to lots of people. Lots of money was involved, blah blah. blah. But I know that people are going to watch that and be like,
0: "Queen, it's it's <laughs> so it's so interesting." She's yeah. a she's a runner. She's a track star. She's a Ford star. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a Ford star. And the story was, it's, do you know what? It's how she got away with it. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Red Notice yet. Watch it. Let us know what you think. Yes, let us know. There's a twist at the end. Tell <laughs> us if you. I saw that coming from a mile off. Did you? Yeah. I didn't see the twist. Really? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, okay. And also, they let you know that there's going to be a part two. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Hopefully,
1: there is a part two. And there's another bit of the film, towards the end of the film as well, where Ed Sheeran pops up. I do feel like this moment is going to be like Marmite for people because I think a lot of people are going to be like, why the hell is Ed Sheeran in this film? I loved it. He was just there performing his wedding song, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is
0: perfect. Was it perfect? Ed Sheeran has all of the wedding songs, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. What is he the song? Kids just when we fell. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So he sings the wedding song in it. It's really, really random and he gets into a fight. I just thought it was funny because I was like, Ed, what are you doing here? I wonder if he has genes of being an actor.
1: I don't know. Also, how did that conversation go? Like, this is how I imagine it. Ryan Reynolds was like, you know what? Because Ryan Reynolds has a very good sense of humour. yeah, a very, very good sense of humour. Did humor. he write it or did he exec producer or something? I'm not sure. Okay. He, he probably, I mean, either way, he definitely had a lot of influence in it. But um, I feel like he was like, you know what? Let's just put a Sheeran in it. I think it was like they were all talking about. Wouldn't it be random if they're like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, I, everyone was know, in the room and was like, "Yeah, let's when you get Ed Sheeran." Budget
0: for something. Should we just do this? Like, yeah, yeah sure, let's do it. It yeah. reminded me of, do you remember that like back in the days that like Sister Sister, Moesha, which is all on Netflix, where random celebrities would just turn up on an episode. Mm. Like, I was watching another show, Half and Half, and like Dmx is me turned up, and they just yes. they always have celebrities like in every. I love other a good episode. celebrity appearance. Sorry, I? I. miss it.
1: Yeah, I really love. It a doesn't good happen as often appearance. anymore. Yeah, yeah, I do miss it. Very very good. One of the best I've seen in the last couple of weeks was this user called Nicoya. that's her name I don't know if that's her title name and she was basically like why has everyone decided to hate on Ed Sheeran I saw that have you seen that I saw and that and he replied he yeah, do yeah, yeah. it because
0: I really like him yeah like, why is everyone? And I don't know why there's this like, oh, we don't like him. Like, when did it become too cool for Ed Sheeran? Yeah. We are never too cool for Ed Sheeran. I agree. Like, give I was Ed singing, his flowers. Like, always. Yeah. I genuinely really like him. I think I have all of his
1: albums on my phone. I know all these songs. Yeah. And I've cried a lot of nights to you. Perfect. Well, this is the thing like, give him his flowers because you know what? You'll be slagging off Ed Sheeran. But guess who's gonna be playing at your wedding? Ed yeah. Sheeran. Ed December, Sheeran is gonna be gonna the soundtrack to that. Who's gonna wedding. keep you warm in a cold December? Anyway, shout out Ed Sheeran and shout out Red Notice. Please watch the film. Tweet us your opinions. So as you know, every episode we always have a themed recommendations portion Mm -hmm. uh, based on a particular day in the year. What day of the year is it? World Television Day, 21st of November. Is that actual real thing? That's cute. Uh, Yeah. This is a UN-recognised day that celebrates the potential of TV to inform and affect public opinion. So we will be giving you some recommendations that... Yeah, taught us something, educated us, changed our opinion on something, whatever. I
0: I, I think I'll honestly genuinely say television changed my life. Really? For the better. I yeah. think I've probably, like, learned most stuff on television. I have so many memories of being sat there mm. while on the television. Do people, like, go play outside, but also watch telly? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was such a big part of my life. I remember getting, like, a digital TV and it being such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, every time we got a new TV, it felt like a, a moment in our family sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Even, like, moments where you'd, like, watch something... And I guess this is different now because we have Twitter and you'd rush to go to school so everyone could talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's take like, EastEnders for the, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like You'd watch an episode of EastEnders and cannot wait to go to school or go to anywhere and be like, oh my God, did you see what happened yesterday? Yeah. It feels like such like, cultural moments in lives where you watch things on television and you, you watch it at the same time and then you all go talk about it together and it was,
1: it was a big deal. I think you're right. Do you have like a, any memory of like the first TV show you were? I feel like I can't even... I don't know what even is the first TV show of my memory.
0: I remember getting Sky TV.
1: Mm. I remember that vividly. Did it was you play Christmas present. Bedlam?
0: Oh, that game oh, slapped. My oh my gosh. God. Oh. So much of my life was spent playing that game. That game and was also so what was great about that game was that when the bill wasn't paid, it was still there. Yeah, it was so And good. often the bill wasn't paid. So, so but it good. was just still there to like play with. So that was always good. So I do remember getting Sky TV. It was Christmas present for my mum. And we were all so happy. And it just opened up my world. Mm. Because before that, my world was quite limited to what was on channels one to five. I didn't really like... That was about it, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got to hear different accents, different TV shows. It just opened up my world massively, and it's really interesting for me as well. I'm geeking out now, just how much television has changed in terms of like streaming
1: sites like Netflix, and yeah. how much that has changed TV and how we watch it so much. That's true. I don't watch a lot of television anymore. I mean, in terms of the introduction of streaming and you know how that's affecting the landscape. I know there's loads of different opinions, but in my opinion, I just feel like things are way more accessible to me. Yeah, same. Like you can, as you say. Anything from around the world, like yeah, it's so much easier. So much easier, which I really like and appreciate.
0: And also tech TV was the thing that showed me places I'd never been before. Yeah. So I'd like go somewhere now and be like, oh my God, I remember we're watching this. Sometime. I remember when first I first went to New York and remember Taina, which was like a kid's TV show. And what New York looked like then. I was like, oh, this is the bit where she runs up the stairs. Yeah, and it yeah. introduced this whole world
1: to me yeah. that I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for TV. Yeah, it's good. All right. The thing that I want to recommend is not currently on Netflix. However, it has been on Netflix, so I'm confident that it will come, come back. back. Okay. Uh, that's how licensing works, folks. That's how licensing works. <laughs> but I would recommend, in terms of something that has informed me, Paris is Burning is one of my favourite documentaries. Okay. Ever. What's Paris is Burning about? Paris is Burning is a documentary that explores and like shines light on New York's drag scene in the 1980s specifically. So it basically follows and this is what I love about documentaries. You know, like each person has like their own little story and they yeah. follow each other. So it basically follows um a couple of drag queens living in New York and when they go to like the balls and the things like and all of that like, the culture that is surrounded with the drag scene, which I love, but also the stories are so sad Mm. like I know that a lot of people's introduction to like the drag scene is through like RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that which is incredible but like what I love about this documentary is that it really contextualises and like hits home on like how important this space was to people like Mm -hmm. it was it's not a joke it's not just great costumes and like and and and, and pose yeah yeah, Yeah, exactly and like makeup and and lipstick like this was people's lives and livelihoods and this was their safe space and some of their only safe spaces I don't want to spoil it for anybody but some of these stories don't end up as happy endings Mm -mm -mm. because that is the unfortunate truth of living as a trans person in lots of countries, but specifically in this case in the US, specifically in the 1980s. I mean, the things they have to do, like their real lives outside of like the glamour and the grandeur of the drag scene is like, it's amazing. It's an incredible documentary. So either wait for it to come back on Netflix or watch it elsewhere. Um, I'm sure it'll be on it somewhere. But yeah, if you love the drag scene, if you love the voguing or you want to find out more about voguing and you've seen stuff about it on like little clips on TikTok which I've seen and you want to learn more about it Paris is Burning is the place to start nice
0: so mine's not a documentary but I feel like it might as well be because I think it's such a real interpretation of like living in the UK mm-hmm. being a bit bigger mm-hmm. and just having like body self-confidence issues as a teenager it's called My Mad Fat Diary mm-hmm. which is genuinely one of my favourite shows ever like yeah. genuinely ever and when I saw that it was on Netflix the other day I was so happy and started watching it straight away and it's about this main character who um, has gone through mental health issues and she's released from where she was to, to make her better and she's quite big she's um, she's yeah she's a matter of fact she's plus size and it's just trying to figure out life mm-hmm. in this body of hers mm. and it's so good because it's based on her journaling and her diaries, but like it goes into her mind and how she sees things mm-hmm. and like she's like a horny little teenager really but like her life is so so interesting mm. and I think I remember watching it at the time and like feeling like oh, I was a bit overweight and being like oh my god someone else feels what I feel Yeah, and it's a particular scene where like one of her friends having a party she's so excited and the girl was like it's a pool party and she's like
1: shit mm. and it's got
0: all scribbles in the background and what her feeling is I think it's done so well and probably one of the best TV shows I've ever watched and even re-watching it back I was like yeah this is still good
1: yeah I, I really want to watch it again I haven't watched it since I was young but I had the similar experience when I watched it because yeah. I was also plus size when I was younger and there's so many experiences that some of my friends who were not big as kids do not get like for example when me and my friends used to go shopping yeah. we'd be going to like Topshop or like Zara mm. like all these places when I was 14 Or fifteen. I was a size twenty. I could not fit in any of these Mm -mm -mm. shops. I could not. But like that experience as a teenager, like it's horrible. Like it's so horrible. Oh, that show is incredible. It's it's everybody needs to watch it. And I remember at the time thinking this is like groundbreaking. I've never seen no no genuinely. I think it was. I genuinely think it was. And I meant there's a
0: scene in it where I'm because I was watching it with my friend as well. He was also a bit bigger when she was younger, and we were talking about how. Our skinny friend, she to Be like, why don't you just wear my top? And it was like, Bro, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, we're not doing it all the time. Like, yeah. we're going out to a party or whatever. Oh, you
1: can just dress in my clothes. It's like, do you? i've got stories like that for days do you because see me? even do you want to wear yeah. my makeup no <laughs> no sally i can't i can't right. wear your makeup i can't wear your
0: clothes because you're wearing age 10 to 12 i'm a size 12 in adults <laughs> like
1: yes. yes i can't yes. wear, wear your clothes
0: and like just like your friends that like, have a skinny, just didn't get it and, and i wonder if they were i know I, I wonder if it was malicious or if in their head of course you'd fit my clothes yeah they'll be like no if it stretches not this it's much. It's not the
1: most stretchy. That's actually the story. No, I, actually you're taking me back because it's even yeah, yeah, it's sugaring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even sleepovers. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, people be like, oh stay right mine, you can borrow some of my pajamas. And I'll be looking at these pajama legs and I'd think it's impossible. It's not going to happen, babe. Yeah. It's not. I'm so, those kind of things have made me into the person I am today, but that was hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was hard. Yeah, that is such a good recommendation. My Mad Fat Diary is a really good one. And it does one. that. My Mad Fat Diary
0: does that perfectly. And do you know what? I think it was the first time on screen, from what I remember, that I saw mental health. Yeah. I think it might have been the first time I've seen it, I'll mm. be honest. Mm. Yeah, yeah, especially with teenagers. Yeah,
1: it was the first time i would ever seen it. Yeah. And I think it was done really, really well. And I love the relationship in it. It's so cute.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just a great show. Watch that show. Yeah, watch that
1: show. Watch Paris is Burning and watch My Mad Fat Diary. Fab. Fab? That's the last time you said fab. I said fab all the time. Who are you? Don't (laughs) know. (laughs) 29.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, you can find
1: that's you. Yes, you can find <laughs> you can find Netflix UK on all social media platforms. But we're at Netflix on TikTok, and you can find me at Smarjena G E N A on all social media platforms. And where can we find you? And you
0: can find me Tolly underscore T on Twitter and Instagram. Also use
1: the hashtag Ten Ten would recommend and tell us how TV has changed your life. Yeah, tell us. Tell us using the hashtag and make sure that you a watch Red Notice and b. Watch Tiger King 2 so we can discuss next week.
0: Yes. Bye.
1: Bye.